Hi, I'm Ryan Lynch. And I'm Amanda Johns. Welcome to season two of our weekly podcast, Worth the Work. Each week, we attempt to educate and reduce the stigma around issues related to therapy and mental health. We try to infuse humor in often difficult topics. And we stay authentic as we work to reinforce the reality that therapists are people too. This season, we'll be focusing on relationships. And not just the romantic ones. Let's do this. Let's go. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I mean, I feel like we're just going to give the categorized answers of fine. Okay. Well, we know what fine stands for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll let the listeners Google it. Yes. Yeah. It's gloomy today. It is. It is a little gloomy. It's like a gray day. I am so ready for... Um, at least in this area, because I'm sure other areas that listen to us, it doesn't Mm -hmm. look like this today. But I'm ready for the temperature to be at a steady like 60, 70 with no wind. Oh, I love the wind. Mm, You like the wind when it like makes you cold? Well, cold is like a slight breeze. There's a difference between gusts and a cool breeze. Okay, to each their own, we'll say. You like to be out in gusty wind? Uh, Sometimes, yeah, it's very refreshing. Mm. Yeah, we're not alike at all. Yeah, clearly not. We're we're too different. <laughs> I want a new host. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so we're still in season two, talking about various types of relationships. Mm-hmm. Today we figured we'd talk about what, Ryan? Well, we would kind of talk about love and uh <laughs> sorry i don't know why i said it that way love and kind of basically love what and makes marriage no love no no and no, no. marriage and what makes a relationship healthy yeah and it doesn't have to be again you know we've we've talked about this before is when we're talking about you know this concept of relationships we're not necessarily talking about heteronormative married couples we're talking about relationships period. Right. Now, the conversation we have today will be geared more towards intimate. romantic or intimate. intimate relationships. Okay, I don't know why you say it like that, but yes. Because I like the word. I mean, clearly. So <laughs> we are going to talk about this and kind of break it down into five little components of a healthy relationship. Okay. So a healthy, intimate relationship. Correct. Right. I mean, some of some of these things could absolutely and are absolutely imperative oh, in regular relationships. Yes. But again, you're right. The focus is on intimate. At least for us right now. And, you know. Relationships. There, You will find, I think, some of this can carry over very easily. Faux show. So, with that being said. What's the first? Well, the first one is attention. Ooh. Attention. Is that this- all you're going to say? Because. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Because my brain straight away went to, some people are going to cringe on this one. Yes. Um, because while generally people like to have attention, there is that subset of people, myself included, mm-hmm. who are not too fond of having attention paid to them. Yeah, we're going to talk about so that. So there's like a give or take. A give and take, not a give or take. <laughs> That is literally not what happened. That was the Freudian slip. No. Yes. It's a give or take. Correct. And and there's levels. Or in give different, and take. Yes. I did it again. Stop. You did it again. Stop. Um, 
there are obviously different levels of attention and types of attention that people like. Um, however, the, the entire idea behind it is that like you've, I know you've heard this a million times relationships, no matter how good or healthy they are require work Yeah, because we are people They have to be watered. Yes. They need to be nurtured <laughs> as it were, but you know, it's really about, am I, devoting enough of my attention right. to this relationship. Right. It's not necessarily giving Focus. it all to I, the I person. Feel like that's, Focus could work. I yeah. feel like that's a good word to interchange it with is is what is the focus in my life? Is it this relationship mm-hmm. or am I putting something else ahead mm-hmm. of the relationship? Right, because it's it's definitely something we take for granted a lot. Yeah. And it's certainly especially when you've been together a while. Of course. You know, and especially if there's kids right. or there's work right. and careers and other family, yeah. all that stuff kind of can very easily take up all of your day, all of your time. And then you and your partner are not putting any attention to the relationship. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's the gist of that. Now, obviously, there's different levels of that. And you're going to find some of the things we talk about are going to cover this attention. So it, that's kind of an overarching one, yeah. I think, a little bit. So the next one is honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard one for this people. This is really, really, really important. Now, I, I I will say, does this mean you have to be 110% honest with your partner at all times? What do you think? So I'm going to go with no. You know, I think there's a difference between sharing what's going on with our thoughts and feelings and things that we've engaged in, in an honest way with our partner while in relationship, I don't think there's necessarily this requirement that we tell them everything that happened outside of our relationship if it doesn't impact them in any sort of way. Sure. And it depends on each individual relationship, right? Because there's going to be some where you know, your partner wants to know every detail of your life and you don't mind sharing, then that's different, right? right? But, you know, and then we we talk about the little white lies, you know, right. like, you know, is dinner good or is this, this outfit make me look good or make me look bad or right. fat or whatever? And, you know, th- there is a line there between, like, being hurtful and being honest and you know, telling a little white why that like, you know, I like for me, if I wore something and I it made me look bad, I would want my partner to tell me so yeah. I didn't go out in public at that. However, I also don't want them to say, oh, my God, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Right. And I think that that we have to be very clear because I think that there's also um, there also needs to be awareness brought to the fact that sometimes people will use the concept of honesty as a way to control and abuse. Right. Um, and that, you know, not in a healthy way. Right, obviously. right, right. And saying things to their partner like, well, you wanted me to be honest. Do you mm-hmm. want me to lie to you? Um, and, and while it, can perceive or it can come across as being genuine, mm-hmm. those are actually manipulative sure. sort of ways of communicating in a relationship. So I think that's important right. to point out. But, you know, I, I think the majority of time when people lie in a relationship either is, A, they don't want to get in trouble, which obviously means there's something going right. on, or B, is that they feel like they want to protect their partner. Like, if I'm struggling with something at work and I'm not going to tell my partner about it because I don't want to worry them if I'm the primary, you know, breadwinner or whatever, you know, that's not really fair to them because that 
that's me not giving them enough credit. Right. And honesty in relationship doesn't mean you go out with your friends for like a an event or something without your partner. And then there's this requirement when you come home to tell them every little thing that happened. Right. And if you don't, you're not being honest. Yeah, that's... Um, I, like you're allowed to have things within a relationship that are just yours. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want your whole life to be just about yourself and what's you happening from 8 p.m to midnight right, and right. that's it and everything that happens outside of that i don't need to tell yeah, you about that's not how that works <laughs> but that does lead into the next thing and so is openness right and you know some people might equate those as being the same thing but they're very much not it's very true very good thank you <laughs> So what would you say is like openness? What does that mean to you in a so relationship? So for me, the difference between honesty and openness is honesty is whether or not I'm telling the truth, whether or not I'm hiding something um, that's a lie, right? Yeah. For, for me, openness is a willingness to share my life with someone else, yeah. um, not being closed off to where they try to engage with me and I'm not receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a way of communicating that allows for um, expression of genuine feelings. Yeah, I think of it as as being no open, open <laughs> enough to to have those deeper conversations, that deeper uh, elements of what's going on. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of what comes up for me. Yeah. And as if you're, if you're noticing a theme here, that builds on our next one, which is vulnerability. Mm. And I think this is one of the mm. ones that's really hard for mm. people. Would you stop that? Uh- <laughs> Feeling attacked right now. But it is, it's very hard to be vulnerable yeah. to other people. And especially like sometimes our partner, because we don't know what they're going to think of us yeah. or how they're going to react to what we're being vulnerable of. Imposter syndrome plays into this big time. Sure. That feeling of, oh my gosh, if they only knew exactly who I was. They wouldn't want anything to do with They wouldn't want anything to do with me. And soon enough, they're going to find out and then they're going to leave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and and so it's like a base insecurity that a lot of us have about this idea of who we are and our partner knowing that. Yeah. You know, is a very well, and, scary thing. And if you're somebody who struggles with expression of emotion, mm-hmm. then vulnerability requires, you know, expression of emotion and safety and mm-hmm. trust. Um, and so if, if you don't have trust and safety established in your relationship – vulnerability is not going to be possible, period, at all, end of story. Totally. I mean, and and that kind of, what that makes me also think of is the idea of letting your partner be there for you, Mm. you know, because at the end of a day, our partners want to help us. They they want to be there for us. And I think that we need to clarify (laughs) I don't want to use shoulds, but in a healthy relationship, a partner will want to be there for you and will want to support you. Touche. Because not all partners Right. Will. And, and I, I guess we're we're talking about a healthy relationship here. Yeah. So, you know, obviously. I just like to throw it out there for people I, who think fair. they're in a healthy relationship. Oh, yes. And they're and, not. I mean, <laughs> I think the vast majority of people have been in an unhealthy relationship at some point in their life yeah. or are in one now. Yeah. Um. 
But, you know, when, when we reject that help or that care that comes from our partner, um, for whatever reason, maybe because we don't want to be vulnerable with them, that then in turn creates like hurt and right. rejection, right? You know, because like if, if I'm trying to be there for you and you reject that, now it doesn't mean that, you know, the way I'm being there isn't the one that works for you and you, you want something else. That's something you should communicate. But if I'm just trying to be there for you and you're like, get away from me, I don't want to see you, talk to you or anything like that, that's not helpful. Yeah. What what good does that do in the relationship? If you say, I just need a little bit of alone time right now, can we come back to this? That's a very different conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, it's important to note that when we get into arguments, that it that I think a lot of people will find that at the base of those arguments is that feeling of rejection. Um, because someone wasn't willing to be vulnerable and admit or acknowledge whatever they were feeling that was underneath all of it. And it was just easier to mm -hmm. find, you know, something very tactile and something very obvious to right. sort of argue about. It's mm -hmm. what I see a lot with my, with my couple work Yeah, is that they're really not fighting about the thing that they think they're, they're fighting oh, about. Of course not. It's always something else. And it's 99 point percent of the point, whatever percent of the time it's regarding feelings of rejection or abandonment mm -hmm. Loss. Well, and communication. Communication. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, it. the thing about being vulnerable, if you get a positive response from being vulnerable, that's going to build trust, right? Because that reinforces that sharing this part of me or whatever this is, is something I can do with this partner and it not be rejected or sent away or anything like that. Right. Yeah. So that, of course, brings us to the last one, and that would be gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that is, I think, very easily misconstrued. And, you know, especially if you're like a strong person who takes pride in what you've done and, and the things that you've accomplished on your own, it can be hard for you to show gratitude to your partner at times. I'm not at all talking about anybody in particular. I just Why are you looking at me while you say this? You're my co-host. What am I going to look at? The mm, wall? I feel a little attacked. Well, but I appreciate that you say somebody who Yes. Has well, I mean that. And that, but that's serious if you think about it. No, I I will 100% say that I do struggle to acknowledge spaces of gratitude but i've i've gotten better so yeah and, and again i'm i'm not specifically talking about you but in general now you just made me sound like a selfish jerk who never thanks anybody for everything anything. i don't think that's you at all <laughs> most of the time <gasps> don't um, make these jokes people I'm are gonna kidding. think that's really how i am they know the truth um <laughs> But yeah, showing gratitude is hard to do because sometimes we are not feeling it in ourselves, let alone for our partner or anything else. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's hard to see what somebody else is doing when we're stuck in our own emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're when we're not when all of the other pieces of the relationship aren't in place, then we're not going to notice the things that um, somebody else is doing for us, because we don't feel held in any other space in the relationship. 
Um, and so it becomes easy to sort of not acknowledge anything. And I think, too, you know, we all have to work on our own stuff. Um, and it's one thing to to be to to show gratitude and to to be gracious. It's another to insist that somebody thanks you for every little thing that you do within the relationship because, you know, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, absolutely. You know, in, in all of this, you know, granted, now this may just be the sex therapist part of me. But, you know, the one thing that really kind of brings it home to me is this idea of empathy for yourself and empathy for your partner. Yeah. And, you know, there's That's critical, so critical. And, you know, because like one of the most ways, most intense ways we can be vulnerable with our partner is to be sexually vulnerable with them, right? Mm -hmm. To share a piece of us that maybe we've never shared before or or, or in that's a, been in harmed a, before when we did share it. Absolutely. And you know, so often you will find couples that clearly love each other, but there's like something in the way. And a lot of times it's like a sexual component. And you know, this I'd is say something a, more than I, mm -hmm. I'd say a good number of relationships yes. struggle because of either sexual incompatibility mm -hmm. or issues related to past issues around sex mm -hmm. that have sort of found their way into the current relationship. Right. So including shame. It doesn't. And I think that's important, too. It doesn't oh, just yeah, have to yeah. be you don't have to have experienced a trauma to have issues mm -hmm. related to um, sexual intimacy in a relationship. Shame is a huge yeah. You know, cultural piece in a lot of families. And that kind of really brings up one of my favorite kind of phrases that I've heard is that if you don't feel you can enjoy your own body, it can be difficult to be present with your partner, right? Because if you feel insecure about yourself, it's very hard to then give that insecure self to someone else, right? Right. And that, and there's very few things that are more vulnerable than our sex and sexuality because right. it's a very deep part of us that is sometimes very hard to share. Well, and, and two, you bring in the other components of a healthy relationship and relate it to the intimacy piece and the focus, the attention, you know, all of this is important. And, mm -hmm. and if you're, you know, in an intimate situation with your partner and you're not able to focus on what's going on and you are sort of pulling away and, mm -hmm. and you're not open, then your partner most of the time will perceive this not as that you're struggling with something within yourself, but that there's something wrong with them mm -hmm. that you're rejecting or isn't good enough. And mm -hmm. so again, it sort of becomes this vicious sort of like um, vortex cycle. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the, the prime example that pops to my mind is working with a couple where, again, this is not always heteronormative, but at least uh, a male gendered person where if, you know, a person is suffering from, you know, erectile issues, the partner very much the majority of time I've seen takes that on and personalizes yeah. that and sees it as a failure in their part some way. So you've got two partners who are laying there, both feeling like complete right. failures. And in reality, often it has nothing to do with either of them. Correct. You know, it's, it's either, it could be a medical issue. It could be a past trauma. It could be something's going on. 
no, not knowing, well, knowing because I, I get the statistics, what yeah. the general age bracket of our listeners tends to be, I do think it's important to recognize that that for a majority of men, as they mm-hmm. age, there there is an issue with testosterone. Sure, sure. And, and even... And I think it's fair to say that just because you have an erectile issue does not mean it's necessarily testosterone. And it happens like it literally happens to all men at some point. And it even younger men. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. It it can happen to you in your 20s. It doesn't mean that there's necessarily something wrong. It can be a one off. It can be an occasional. But you also got to look at all the other things that are going on in your life that may affect that. I feel like we're getting down a, a different we path We love here. our rabbit holes. Oh, we go down them all the time. Yeah. But we could do a whole show on... Maybe that's we not will. a bad idea. Yeah, on, we should do that. On sexual dysfunctions. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, the getting back to it is it, it it's very rarely about our partner and it's more about something we're struggling with. But it's also very likely our partner's going to internalize that. Yeah, And that's and, where the, the openness, the honesty, mm-hmm. the communication, the vulnerability... Um, mm-hmm. All become so important because if you can have these communi- these uh, conversations, these these really, you know, they Difficult. are not easy. They're sure, very tough sure. conversations. If you can have them, it it really does do a lot to strengthen and deepen the connection in their relationship. And then the intimacy that you can have tends to be better mm-hmm. because there is this deeper connectedness. Yeah, and and that is, you know, being able to show gratitude to a partner who's being vulnerable to you. I mean, like that's like the ultimate expression, right? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. All right. Well, this was one of our shorter shows, but that's okay. It is what it is. Well, it could be longer, but we'd go down this rabbit hole for forever and it'd be a three hour show. And I could talk that long, but I think someone would get sick of me at some point. I mean, our listeners like you. That's <laughs> <laughs> never a bit. Yeah. So, Ryan. Amanda. How can people contact us? They can contact us a number of ways, yeah. usually by contacting us through social media. Yeah. And what are those social media cues? Cues? I don't know. I was trying to think of the right word. <laughs> Contacts? I mean, yeah. We'll just say contacts five more times. Q sounds better. So they can reach us on Instagram at uh, worth the work counseling underscore. Mm-hmm. Or is it underscore worth no, the work? No, you said it right. I said worth the work. I like how you're very unsure. That's... Worth the work underscore, not worth the work counseling. Worth the work underscore. Yes. They can reach us at worth the work with Amanda and Ryan on Facebook. Correct. They can reach us at worth the work counseling at gmail.com or they can find us on the interwebs at worththework.net. Correct. Um, and we love feedback and love comments. So don't hesitate to reach out. And, you know, if you have questions or things you want us to talk about, let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear your feedback. We're, we're getting to the point where it's time for another question and answer session. So we would love to do a question and answer session regarding relationships, any kind of relationships. Um, So so get those questions to us and we'll answer them. Fire away. (laughs) Sorry. He's doing finger guns for those that can't see. You know. Because that's what that needed to be shared with everybody. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So Ryan, what do we want our remembers our our, Our, our what do we want our listeners to remember? We're having a moment here, folks. Bear with us. It is what it is. They need to remember that they are worth the work. Thanks, guys. Bye.